This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. In collaboration with Australian Jewish News, check them out at ajn.timesofisrael.com. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, israelnationalnews.com. Dear listeners, if you're watching us, if you're not watching us, by the way, we recommend that you go watch us on YouTube. Yeah. It's it's just double the fun. You mm-hmm. get you get the visual as well as the audio. And, and you get turned on. From much our... of our humor is physical humor. Yeah. Right? Yeah, although I was going to say you're going to see our mugs and you can check out the mugs. Yeah, that's why I started. <laughs> well, you, you, if you're watching, and you should, you'll see that we have new mugs on the table. Oh, yeah. What does yours say, man? Mine says, it just states the obvious, nice Jewish boy, which is I. That's a very, very elegant mug. Oh, thank you. It's elegant. It's It's deep blue. Yeah, it's deep blue. Like the eyes of a Scandinavian. Basically, if you haven't noticed yet, we're selling you things. Yes. We're selling you straight into your ear. Okay? Uh, Basically... What does yours say, though? Mine says, BDS tears. Oh, please sip black mug uh, and you can but just don't hear hide it. but don't hide the you're hiding no <sighs> you you hid the well, yeah but they can't hear it man anyway anyway guys we it have says a new BDS tears and yours says nice jewish boy yeah and we have a new one coming on coming along that's nice jewish girl yes and it's a mug uh and you can buy it in our new merch store 200b.com slash merch and you know rosh hashanah is coming up yeah and there's no better way to treat your loved ones with a BDS tears mug. Yeah. Or a nice Jewish boy slash girl mug. Or both yeah. of them. You can buy both. For bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah. Yeah. It's a great present. Uh, for grandpa who's turning how, how 90. How much are they? So we're charging 10 bucks. Wow. Plus eight for shipping. That's a deal. <laughs> that is a deal. Well, look, guys, it's a way to support the show. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, come on. You can't like, not I would buy never this. pay. <laughs> no. But that's a good a, deal. No, that is a great deal. Come yeah. on, guys. It's it's think about it, it's 18 bucks, 10 bucks and then 8 bucks for shipping for a nice cool mug. It's a great conversation starter, BS yeah. tears. You could put it at, on your desk at your office so that anybody who is pro BDS will see it and mm-hmm, cry, mm-hmm. and then they can cry you can, into the mug. You can go with it to a BDS rally and drink from it, yeah. and then you'll get stubbed and you'll die, and then your loved ones will get God, you're the insurance. An awful salesman. <laughs> it's so good that you didn't go into sales. I know. Wow. Anyway, guys, tunjb.com <laughs> slash merch. Check them out. M E R C H, tunjb.com slash merch. And yeah, buy yourself a nice cool mug. Before, so yeah, where before were we, we dive in, maybe let's talk about a little bit about the topics that we have for today. And oh then sure, we'll dive straight yeah. in. So we're going to talk. Uh, not sure if you guys saw, but there was an incident on the bo- border with Gaza. Uh, a soldier was severely, critically wounded yesterday. Uh, yes. Gunshot wound to at pl- point blank range, basically. So we'll talk a bit about that. We'll talk about the state of COVID. We'll talk about Afghanistan. We're going to talk about five years. We got five, five years of the years. podcast, baby. Yes. Uh, the, there, there were fires raging around Jerusalem. We have a lot on the plate, so stay tuned. It's going to be fun. It's gonna so be I had the worst day. Yeah. I, I wanted to get the... Now in Israel, you can get the third dose if you're 40 plus. Mm. But So you printed a fake ID? Yeah. I mean, I look 40, right? They yeah. always keep telling me. Anyway, so I... No, but the thing is, I work in a big hospital, guys. So since I work in a big hospital and then I, you know, go and I, I see, I, I, I work as a, as a videographer, right? So I go to all the hospital, uh, wards. hospital workers are eligible as well, right? Yeah. So I figured they'll let me and they gave me, uh, a, you know, a number. I waited for almost two hours. It was chaotic. It was insane. You know, all of these Israelis so tense in August in the heat. Yeah. packed and you know if someone had I was COVID, outside no inside but so many people in there all 
on each other and it's just mayhem yeah if someone has covid there so everybody everyone yeah. yeah everyone's screwed basically then <laughs> uh, <laughs> you didn't get it in the end. and yeah so i waited for two hours and i finally it's my turn i go in and she's like oh you're a videographer in a hospital no i'm not giving you the shot you're not uh you're not, not hospital staff but i'm i'm like but you know but i'm I'm going through like all the wards. Yeah. It, it's not... The whole idea is if you're a hospital staff, you're in close proximity. Yeah, the other day I was shooting people. a video with uh, cancer... Uh, chi- uh, kids who are sick with cancer, right? Yeah. That's what I shot the other day. I mean, that's that's sad, but how does that... How does that make because, you more eligible? No, because I'm I I go inside the <laughs> it's hospital. Very sad. I go <laughs> I go inside the hospitals and I meet with the most vulnerable there. So th- that is why as ah, a, as you're someone saying, okay, you're saying you should be more protected to protect them. Yeah, ah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it was the worst. And she didn't give it to you. No, no. Meaning no. you 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 reached your turn. Yeah. But who is she to decide? She's the one who gives the shot. She's the. But she, and she has the authority she's, to decide. She said, "I won't do it. I just won't do it." And did you say? I tried, but it was pointless. You know, it was pointless. To but resist. all she is is an, the administer. She administers the shot. What? It's crazy how much. Wow, that's that's insane. Anyway, so I don't think I'm gonna life. get the third shot. No, How I come? mean not yet. I I will if enough uh, if enough evidence comes out to show that it's you know critical for our age range and our level of risk. But right now, it oh, it's effective. Seem, we already it see that it's effective. Effective against what? Preventing COVID, preventing you from getting COVID. Yeah, but not preventing you from severe severe illness and yeah. death. It's just the same. I mean, the, the no. second yeah, the second dose is still ninety three percent effective against severe not illness. Not after and death. six months. So you might ha- nah. I'm not sure there's enough evidence. The FDA j- just announced they're gonna recommend third shot for everybody in September in this. Yeah, in the, the States. FDA still hasn't commercially approved the first vaccines. Yeah, uh, so they just- they are. Today, I think, okay, approving it. Exactly. So they're willing to say things before it's necessarily uh, backed by data. I just don't see, I don't see, first of all, I mean, in our age range, we're at, already at very low risk. So I don't For I don't, severe illness, yeah. Very, very low risk for severe illness, very low risk for death. I, I don't see enough of a case to need to go get this vaccine. I don't see what you have to lose. Even just the side effects. Of the third, I didn't have side effects from I know. the first and second. I didn't either, but you know the off chance that I will. Yeah, but the side effects Even are that. less are better than having the same. Also, I think it's a good principle. I won't inject anything into my body unless there is substantial evidence. Substantial meaning like you know years of proof that uh that this thing actually and and and, you know well-founded well-established consensus and a lot of data to show that this thing is actually uh effective right like you get what i'm saying no like it's effective it's basically it's like the it's like it's effective you you see that it's effective you already have data that it gives anything beyond anything that substantially beyond the first two doses. They they have already did that. It no, shows it doesn't. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. The, for my age range and my risk level, it gives absolutely no benefit. It doesn't. No, it does. It might protect me from more getting, from, getting from getting COVID, COVID. But that doesn't help me. Why not? Uh, okay, because if you don't want help to not, me. why it doesn't, not? Because all I care about is getting severely ill. I don't. I'm not going to inject. Something into my body from stopping me from getting the cold. Mm. Without knowing. But Again, like- without having immense amount of data that says that this shot is fully safe, 100%. Look. Everything's good with it. There's no long-term effects. There's okay. nothing. There's can yada, I say yada, yada. something? Yeah. Okay. You can say whatever you want. There's but you're a- wrong. I just want you to know that before you a- say it. There's a difference. Like in your world, there's the, f- the-, the flu and severe illness. What they call severe illness is really a bad situation where you need to get hospitalized and they need to give you oxygen. And some get very mild effects, but many in our age also have something in between. So it's worse than the flu, 
It's very bad. And you might lose your taste for weeks and months, for example. Those cases wait, are, are minor. Wait. No, you can feel very bad for a no, week, two I'm weeks. No, but I'm saying those cases are not, uh, are not widespread. Mm, they are. No. They are. No, they are. No, no. They are. At this There's, point, hundreds and hundreds of millions, if not billions of people around the world have had COVID. So the fact that there mm, are you, cases. You don't know that billions had it. Yeah, hundreds of millions have had it. Okay, probably. And and maybe billions even. But you don't know. You don't know. Okay. You don't know, exactly. But the f- the, uh, the fact that some cases are severe is not enough of a, a case in my in my mind to claim that, you know, I need to inject, again, you don't a need. vaccine mm-hmm. that uh, hasn't has been... no risk for you. You don't know. Again, you don't know what the risk of the vaccine is. RNA vaccines have never been you know commercially that- uh, uh, distributed before the COVID vaccine, before the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. It's never been commercially uh, distributed. Um, they've been testing them for a they've decade. Been, they've been, exactly, for yeah. a decade. Yeah. Not very long. Mm. Not very long, long. And and they haven't been commercially uh, distributed. So I, I don't see... I don't see a I don't see a reason to get it unless again I see uh, a high level of risk to my personal health or the health around of the people around me. Mm-hmm. Now, if my parents get the the vaccine, they're protected. Yeah. Um, so there's no. I mean, to me, I don't think it's that big of a of a difference. I agree. It's not a big difference, but for someone like me who'd rather just not have COVID, I think it's better. But if you don't care getting it, I'm, you know, let's I, see about it. Like your your sister had it, yeah. right? And yeah. she wasn't uh, she wasn't um, what's the fully the word? vaccinated? She didn't have no, the but dose. but she wasn't. Her state was never. She was never hospitalized, right? She never. She was never uh, yeah. categorized as a severe case. Yeah, and still, it was pretty bad. She lost her taste, and yeah, she was kind of, uh, she was like sick again, like the flu, for about a no, week. No, in the, f- what do you mean, like the flu? In the for flu, you, in the flu, days, you don't look for days. the oxygen counter. Yeah, she just wanted to be safe. I don't think that she okay, was, but uh, it's, it's... Uh, you know, gasping for air. But it's not, uh, it's not fun. It's not fun. No, I'd I, rather, I never said it's fun. I'd I never not... said it's the flu. I didn't say it is more severe than the flu. Yeah. Um, in, in most cases, mm-hmm. but I, I still don't see any evidence to show that. And Plus, again, you already got the sickness, you already got, that's the the sickness you already that I'm got. gonna get when I get when I get COVID now. Yeah, is far different than the sickness that I get probably from the sickness that I get before this. The, any vaccine, so the severity it, of the sickness not, not is with also, the Delta variant. It's not necessarily true. Apparently, even with the Delta and, and variant, since since it's been a long time since your vaccine, uh, even with the Delta variant, the cases are less severe for those who are vaccinated. Mm, not necessarily, no, no, they're much less severe for those mm, who are not necessarily. Sin- if if it's been a long time and without the, the third data shot, data in Israel is that out of uh, one hundred thousand, two hundred uh, plus. Uh, of unvaccinated or severely ill, or sorry, get get COVID, right? And I think twenty out of one hundred thousand uh, vaccinated people get COVID, meaning it's still protecting against the Delta variant. It's mm. still pro- high, ten times more protective against the Delta variant for sixty plus. For sixty plus, yeah, yes, for sixty for plus. For sixty plus to get to get severely. Anyway, I think we're we're boring the audience. We can go <laughs> on and on. Listen, but look, I agree. I agree. Like I'm with you that you are very protected. Like you you're more protected now than you were before the shots. Yeah. On the other hand, you already took two shots of this shit, right? <laughs> I mean, if it's lethal. Famous last words. No, I'm if kidding. it's le- if in the long term, I don't know. it's which it, I don't believe it is, but if it is, then you already took it. So what's another shot of, of the thing that you already got to off? Yeah. That's my point. But, but I think yeah. this comes down to uh, the, the, the point that kind of has been coming up around the third shot and around vaccines in general um, about 
kind of this collective effort to save, you know, the the your people or your community or your country or whatever, right? No, huma- now they say humanity, humanity, humanity yeah, yeah, and we, we it's it's not we ethical. We need to vaccinate the third world before we, uh, yeah. So to I, take a third shot, yeah, I think it's it's still COVID is still the vaccines. It's still a matter of individual decisions. Um, I mean. If you think about it for a second, if first of all, ask yourself the simple question, why did you get the vaccine? All right. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody who's talking up, you know, about how how much they care about the world and, and you know, we all need to get vaccinated because yeah. it's this collective effort. It's, it's the bullshit. reason you got vaccinated, for if you're honest with yourself, the reason the first reason you got vaccinated is to protect yourself and to protect those immediately close to you, including your parents and your family. True. That's the reason you got vaccinated. Maybe there's a far down there, like at second, but like, you know, came in at second, like way behind is this idea that maybe you you took the shot to, to protect your community. Right. But it's probably not even, it wasn't even a thought, right? The reason you got vaccinated was to, to protect yourself. So, that's one. And then two is the the at-risk population now has, a va- like, if there's no vaccine, I understand the fact that we all need to have some kind of, okay, we need to not go out. Still, then you could say that just the at-risk people need to stay home. Can choose to right? stay home. Yeah. But, but now we have a vaccine. Everybody yeah. who's at-risk can go get the got first the third, shot, the second third. shot, the third shot. 100%, right? yeah. So... The reason I'm talking about this is because yesterday there was this uh, protest by our house. Mm-hmm. People yelling out. Every Saturday. Yeah. We saw it uh, two weeks ago. We passed by them and now they passed by our house. Mm-hmm. And they were yelling. It's this It's this like it's a motley crew of, yeah, some people are anti-vax. Some <laughs> people are just like pro-choice and pro Some anti-lockdown. And... Some anti-lockdown. Yeah. Some guy saw me on the balcony and yelled to me, are you in, are you in lockdown? And I was like. He's like, well, you know, man, if you're in lockdown, also that's not that's not legal because it's uh, it's house arrest without any uh, without any due process. You should join us. And I was like, all right, man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm all for freedom of choice, but I'm a bit uncomfortable. Also, with this, yeah, this crowd, yeah, with, <laughs> with the disease spreaders. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> many of them, uh, funnily enough, funny enough, funnily enough, are uh, ex Balfour protest, anti BB protests. Yeah. Who got bored now since BB's <laughs> yeah, gone, and no... they found a new target, which is yeah. the vaccines. And there the was no. F- they put down one flag, and they were like, oh, yeah. "What am I yeah. getting?" So they just picked up the yeah. next flag. But 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 what I wanted to say is that what it made me start thinking about is because I was having a conversation with someone about the fact that how awful it is to be anti-vax and how it's not. I mean, they were saying how awful it is to be anti-vax, and that they were having a conversation with a third person. And they, that person did not get vaccinated, and they said, you know, that's selfish. And now, thanks to all these people who are getting vaccinated, you can continue living. And I was like, that's that's just simply not true. Meaning, if you choose not to get vaccinated today, it makes no difference. The at-risk population is vaccinated. They should get vaccinated. If they don't get vaccinated, it's their fault. The second there's a vaccine, this is not a problem anymore. Everybody still has their personal freedom to choose whether to vax or not vax except under 12 year olds who cannot get vaccinated yet yeah uh, it was just today an article about this woman who was sick with covid and her son was sick with covid her baby her infant and she sent him to the kindergarten and now everyone either got infected or are at uh, isolation right and everybody's angry at her for sending a kid when she knew she's she's an anti-vax, anti-COVID denier, like the whole thing on her Facebook profile, mm-hmm. right? She says there's no uh, this, there's no uh, epidemic, etc., etc. So uh, oh, God. yeah, and uh, <laughs> she she's anti-vax, and she sent her kid knowing that she has COVID and probably he has COVID, right? So if you have k- children in kindergartens. And they can't get vaccinated yet. Now you'll say, yeah, but it's not very risky for children. Where well, it's debatable. 
It's debatable. And anyway, as a parent, you don't want your kid to get COVID. Everything is debatable. As a, as a parent, you don't want your kid to catch COVID. Okay, Sababa. So, so I would get kind of pissed at a parent who send his kid w- yeah. who was sick to the to the gun. Right. And say, hey, I don't want to have to deal with my sick kid. Is that a violation of my civil liberties? Is that a, a despicable act? No. It is illegal. It is. It is illegal according to Israeli law. Okay. Um, and, and there we have it. But, yeah. you know, that's... That's exactly the point, is that we've reached this place where now it's suddenly my right to have you inject your child with a vaccine. I don't see how that is. But as a business owner, if I have a private kindergarten, can't I say I only get vaxxed kids? Absolutely. Yeah. So that should be maybe the solution. Exactly. Privatization is always the solution. (laughs) I just read a fascinating article. This guy who got COVID in Italy, and he was one of the best. Like he had, a, he was a gastronomy genius who was tasting foods and analyzing food tastes. And he got COVID early on in March. Oh no! And he lost his taste. And now he opened a special school for people who, even after a year, uh, don't have their smell and taste. And he's trying to teach them and teach himself also, teach the brain how to renew the links, right? The neurological links between the the thing that they smell and what they remember. So he Wow. Yeah. What a what a like right, that's such a dystopian, right? Like like you would you heard that story three, four years ago, you'd be like, What is this crazy <laughs> movie? Who Smell's came up cool. with this idea? Yeah, yeah. There's a worldwide pandemic that causes people to lose their taste and now this this Italian world famous guy, yeah. Italian world famous taster is opening <laughs> a school to reteach people how to taste things. <laughs> like what? Yeah. But it's fascinating because what what he does, he gives you like mint, right? Uh uh like a vial, how do you call it? A vial a, a veil? A vial. A vial with mint, with intense mint taste. Okay. And you smell it and you smell nothing. And then you need to try and remember what and you try to teach the brain, like remember remember what, what it tastes, tastes like, like, and and have the neurons uh, reconnect. Fix, yeah, reconnect with that smell that there. It's just That's and is there any success? Yes, yes, what? yes. He's slowly. He was able for the first time to taste some things with his new method. But that it he also developed. might just be the fact that it waned. Like the effect waned, right? Because mm, that happened to a lot of people. Yeah, but after one year, I don't know. But anyway, it's. it's Crazy. Story. That's yeah. insane. So, I mean, w- listen, we don't have it worse. Uh, that yeah. it's re- it, there are definitely people out there who have it worse off than us. New Zealand just went into full lockdown because of one case. Yeah, Austria, Australia, also Australia. Australia have been in more than two hundred lockdown days in the past. You're not year. allowed to visit your neighbor. Yeah, you have protests um, there with police. They sent the military on the streets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In New Zealand, there are also arrests. Apparently, there was a video on Twitter of that you sent me that uh, a father getting uh, separated from his what looked like 10, 11, 12-year-old daughter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just horrific that this is the new norm. Right. You know? Yeah. I was showing it to someone, that, that video, and they said, well, you know, she has COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, <laughs> here like, in Israel, what? people are, like, jealous. Many people are jealous in Australia and New Zealand. Jealous of of them, yeah. yeah. But on the other Sanity. end of the scale, in Florida and Mississippi, to, uh, yeah, it's bad. It's very bad. Very it's bad. Very, yeah, COVID. There is like it's you can see the map of the COVID in, in the entire, and you see like it's so red. Florida, the entire Florida, and Orlando, like hospitals are collapsing, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> what can you do <laughs> but you know DeSantis God bless him isn't allowing uh, uh, schools to mandate masks which I think is the right way to go right we were talking about it Like, but you think schools should again if it's a private school like it can have a only mask policy yeah. and then parents can choose to send their kids to that school yeah that's fine but he's not allowing state schools and there's right and, and now they're trying to find a way to federally intervene and um, I don't see I don't see any reason. Look, Florida. I don't know what the situation is going on right now. I'm not up to date. But Florida didn't go into lockdown 
they they had one of the more lax approaches to the COVID, and they were doing pretty well in the first waves. They were right there. I mean, if you look at the 50 states in the United States, they were right there smack in the middle, while New York well, that went immediately into COVID, mask mandates, they went crazy. And Cuomo famously, yeah. But now. Their deaths per 1,000 were were at the top, basically. But now. For it's, a second. Yeah. I just watched the, this vlogger I follow, Harry Tornado. Anyway, he lives in, I think, <laughs> North Carolina or South Carolina. And he goes to this Goodwill uh, shops. And he documents. So I, it's just interesting to see in Goodwill, in this random place in South Carolina, like I think 70% of the people without a mask inside, only like 20% are with the, with the mask. But nobody's telling anyone anything, right? They respect mm-hmm. each other. And those who choose to wear a mask, wear a mask. Those who choose not to, don't. Yeah. Uh, here in Israel, yeah, if you don't wear a mask, you'll, you'll, get, you'll get people will tell you off. Basically, yeah. I wear a mask just for the record. Well, it's the, for my it's the again law. for myself. It's the law yeah, it's here. the law. Yeah, and the other day in the train there were cops. Yeah, uh, cops. With... Yeah, we did a video about this, guys. By yeah. the way, check it out. The five craziest uh, restrictions, policies, uh, uh, COVID policies in Israel. So yeah. check it out. Enough about COVID. Enough uh, about COVID. Really. So in Gaza, yesterday it was a disgrace. So they went into this. They're always angry at something, right? So it was like angry demonstrations, wrath demonstrations. Well, they they said it's the uh, the the sword of Jerusalem, which is what they call the uh, the the last round of fighting in May. What we call uh, uh, Shomer Chomot. How do you say that? Keeper of the walls, guardian of the walls. Yeah. yeah. What we call guardian of the walls, they call the uh, sword of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the last round of fighting in May, and they they said that's the renewal of it. Right, and the background is that uh, there were negotiations between Israel, uh, Hamas, and Qatar, and the EU, because until keeper guardian of the walls, uh, Gaza the would get yeah yeah got be, um, before. Uh, the operation Gaza would get ca- cash from Qatar. Yeah, suitcases and now, of cash. Yeah, to to fund their terror yeah. basically. And now Qatar uh, wanted to renew it, and Israel was like, "Not, we don't, we don't do cash anymore because it's only." But they came to an agreement. Yeah, with the EU, the UN. I thought. Yeah, with the with the UN. Yeah, they would uh, deposit uh, money into a. Uh, bank in Ramallah and then give $100 salaries to 100,000 of but the poorest But in cards, in pre, pre-loaded cards. Ah, yeah. yeah. So each family... Meaning now Hamas basically can't take, take, take it's this It's harder. And, yeah. It's harder. Yeah. And because they can follow the money now, right? Yeah. And that's why Israel agreed and good yes. on them. Good on us. Yeah. So it's a pretty good deal. Only Hamas doesn't like the deal, obviously. Yeah. So and know, uh, coincidence. So they went to that this now <laughs> rioting. rioting. And uh, and our army is just a disgrace. Like you can see videos of people, uh, rioters at the wall, at the border. Yeah. Like at just, the wall. So there's there was a video that came out. Yeah. Uh, Check it out. It's pretty horrifying. I mean, you can't see the victim, so it's a little bit less gruesome than some other videos. But you see basically the the wall border of Gaza with a rifle sticking through a hole. There's there's holes in the wall so that, you know, Israeli Israeli military can uh, can uh, see through and then and shoot through if necessary. uh, If someone is trying to infiltrate or attack or whatever, throw a projectile over. So. You can see a rifle with the uh, with the barrel of the rifle through the hole, and there's just hundreds of uh, Gazans along the wall, and they're staying kind of adjacent to the wall, so the rifle can't really get with the angle to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's shooting, you know, uh, gas grenades or whatever or bullets out uh, uh, past them, and they're they're chucking rocks at it. They're they're hitting it with metal pipes, and they're basically trying to break this soldier's gun. And at, at one point, uh, uh, one Gazan, this piece of 
scum just comes up. He's a Hamas up. operator. We yeah, know no, by he's now. He's an awful, awful piece of shit. And he comes up to the to the hole in the wall and he raises his hand. He's got a pistol and he sticks his, the pistol through the through the hole and just fires off yeah. two, three, four and bullets. The soldier is very severely Critically wounded. Critically wounded. Yeah, fighting yeah. for his life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know. I, how do they reach the wall in the first exactly, place? Exactly. At this point, it's on us. Yeah. You know, I'm so sick of talking about how awful Gazans are. Like, be, we, because of the anti-Israel sentiment around the world, we find ourselves having to defend ourselves against Gazans, where in any normal reality, that would just be a given, right? That would be the starting point. Yeah, these despicable people are, you know, terrorist supporters who like blowing up children and women. And, okay, they're awful human beings, right? Uh, Hamas operatives and a lot of Gazan citizens for supporting them. They're just awful, they're crap, they're like the Nazis, right? Mm -hmm. That would be the starting point. And then you start asking yourself, okay, who's responsible then? You can't hold shitty people responsible for shitty things. Yeah. Right? Good people have to be responsible to stand up against evil. And at this point it's fucking it's Israel's fault, man. Yeah. We should have bombed the border. That soldier shouldn't have even been there. The, the, like the Air Force should have just completely oh, raised snipers. that snipers. I don't know if you can get you to can, it with that can. angle whatever they should have solved it everybody touching the border fence should have been dead yep I, yep. I don't understand but, but why this is even an issue because we have the a very weak military that doesn't want to win it's, they it's, don't want to win and, and also you know uh, Bennett is going to, to Washington on Thursday if he bombed and killed hundreds of Hamas operators, yeah, uh, there wouldn't be a Washington visit, right? He wouldn't have gotten that photo op. Yep. And uh, even a minister, Nachman Shai, the minister of diaspora, this morning said it. He said, we're not going to react to that because of the, the visit. <laughs> <laughs> he, just said, he just said it this morning. Yeah. Hey, soldier we don't care about your life yeah which could have no, easily but this, point, this isn't some guy on the front lines of uh, uh uh you know the war in afghanistan or in iraq you know walking over an ied trying to fight the the taliban or al-qaeda like this is not that mm -hmm. this is a soldier on the border of his own country like yeah you get what i'm saying by now i think like if you are going to the military you're, you're a friar you're just a friar no, come on. I think so. Yeah, no. they because I can't, I because can't, the, I can't agree with that. The, the the people maybe not not everybody knows what's a friar, but uh, sucker. it's like a sucker. Yeah, because you know they because of situation like this, they send you to the front. You are not allowed to do anything to to protect yourself. You're just a. Uh, you just meet, yeah, but but you still have a duty to protect your country in this. But they, the but they won't give. They won't let you do it. No, let's not. They won't let's let not you lose do it. sight of the fact that the IDF still protects Israel. I think that this is a a major blunder, and I think that that uh, honestly, people should be held responsible. But they aren't uh, commander. Like no, I but, know, I know. I'm saying, but that given that they aren't. No, Given that they no, aren't, that's t to me too severe of a conclusion to to say because there are screw ups in the military, then it's we not screw ups. It's it's just rotten. There, there are, the, the organization this, is rotten. Nah, yeah, I think it's so. rotten to the core. Yeah. So what do you suggest? We don't have a military. No, we need a thinner, thinner, stronger, and with an entire new like generation approach? of commanders approach. Yeah. What, like it's a uh, 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 paid military, meaning uh, voluntary service. More m higher paid, less soldiers, more motivation, and generals who who have fire in their eyes, right? And they want to win because right now the generals at the top. It doesn't have to do with the generals. I don't think. Mm. I think it has to do with. The, the no, I don't the think so. The politicians. Yeah, it has to do, I think we I, still I, live in a democratic society yeah, if, where if the military went, is under the command of. If the Bennett came to the chief of the IDF uh, on Friday or Saturday and told him, "This I, is the new policy." Yeah, kill everyone. No, it would, not kill everyone. No, kill everyone who approaches the wall. Okay, yeah. Kill everyone who approaches the wall tomorrow. You think it would happen? No, it wouldn't happen. Yes. No. Yeah. If, no. If he was strong enough, yes. 
Who? Bennett. He's the he prime was... minister. He comes and he tells the, the chief of the IDF, tomorrow in the demonstration, I want you to shoot anyone who's close to the... To the yeah. uh, no, it wouldn't doesn't happen. doesn't have power to, uh, to... I mean, he doesn't have power directly. The defense minister can fire yeah. the, the general yeah. chief of and staff, And who's the right? defense minister? Gantz, who was the chief of staff. Yeah. So he's intertwined. No, but but Net- uh, now, because of the... Th- screwed up situation we're in the prime minister can't fire the defense minister but yeah in a normal government the prime minister would be able to fire the defense minister so he would tell the defense minister fire the chief of staff he's not following my orders the it's not defense- that easy to to fire the chief of staff it's not that easy how, is it it's not, not that easy it's it, not like what? in the states so how well, it's a procedure it's a procedure but the point is well probably if yeah he decide if bennett said said it it still wouldn't happen it wouldn't happen because... But you know what? It would be a, a starting point. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's first have a politician. I, I don't agree with you. I think that at least let's create that... that, uh, that uh, right? Mindset. That, no, I'm saying that uh, fissure. Like, let's create that split where mm. the prime minister is saying something and the chief of staff. Let me read it that. Happened, the- it happened in 2012. What? With uh, when uh, Netanyahu, Bibi, yeah, Netanyahu wanted to to attack in Iran, and the chief of staff said uh, no. Which chief of staff? Gabi Ashkenazi said no to attacking Iran. Yes. This is yeah. This is this is this is news. This is like I don't understand. This is <laughs> this is like you reported. Yourself, my friend, this yeah, is it's report- reported. Okay, it's reported. It's reported. Yeah. Okay, but is it? Yeah, does but it's BB, not, Does BB acknowledge it? Does Gantz acknowledge it? Nobody acknowledges it. So then, <laughs> but we know it. Okay. Okay. So you you don't know it. It was it was a report in the news at one point. Mm, more than a report in the news, but it, it, that's what like there's a consensus that that's what happened more or nah, less. I don't deal with consensus. Okay. <laughs> I, I I don't I look I would like to see that more often. Let's see that uh, friction happen, okay. and then maybe we'll be at a better place. But first and foremost, the people that need to be respell- held responsible, yeah. the politicians. Yeah, and, and I, Bennett I'm has not, a, he's not, in government with the Arabs. I'm not by the they way. They will never holding, let him do it. I'm not. Well, that's a, that's a, his uh, exactly. That's another part of the problem. But I'm, I don't think it's just Bennett. My by the way, it's not just because now Bennett's prime minister. Uh, BB, I hold him just as responsible for not taking a harder line against these people. By the way, with in B, in Bibi's administration, when there were weekly riots in Gaza, hundreds died and yeah. thousands and tens of thousands true. were shot in the knees. They were better. and they're handicapped. Like you have in like at least ten thousand people in Gaza were handicapped. Yeah, because they were shot. Yeah. For demonstrating near the the border, so, God, I can I can see all the hate comments we're gonna get. It's right? facts. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I didn't even say my opinion about it. <laughs> no, we, I think well, we said, I think we made clear <laughs> our opinion. Maybe I think we made clear our. But opinion. it's it's just what happened. Yeah, it's just what happened. But if you so. disagree, by the way, if you're listening in and you're watching on YouTube and you think how awful, then just think to yourself what would happen what if you're they saying, crossed no, the border. What you're saying is basically these people are legitimately violently protesting and trying to infiltrate Israel and no, they're commit peace terrorist seeking acts. people who just want better lives yeah, so in just Israel. Get comfortable with the idea that you support terrorism. No, just the minute they cross the, the border, they would go to Tel Aviv. Have a caf, uh, have, have a, a coffee, ca- cappuccino, frappuccino, yeah, <laughs> a vanilla cream frappuccino, <laughs> and, and just go back just, home. No, voluntarily because Gaza is a wonderful place. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, they want to. The minute these guys infiltrate the border, they'll kill as many Israelis as possible. That's yeah. their intention. No matter of sex. So age we hope the the soldier uh, recovers and uh, we. God willing. Yeah. Um, and speaking about. Uh, you had this very nice speech a few minutes ago about fighting terror and, and yeah, uh, yeah. So Afghanistan, what do you what do you think about that? Ah, I think it's uh, an abomination what happened there. It really is. It's just you know, it's it's to me it's shameful the way the United States just retreated. It's kind of reminiscent of what happened in Israel with uh, Lebanon and in the Lebanese war. Uh, Israel invaded Lebanon in 82. The war was pretty much over in 85. Uh, probably a lot before that. Actually, within months we reached uh, right mm-hmm. Beirut. Uh, and it took us 18 years from 82 to 2000 to get, to get out of there. And in, in 2000, 
Barak, Ehud Barak decided to retreat and abandon a lot of the South Lebanese army commanders that were We had episodes allied. about that. Yeah, one of their sons was actually on the podcast, Jonathan El-Khouli, mm-hmm. was on our podcast a few times to talk about it. And I think it's reminiscent, right? There are many people, no one I think believes anymore that they can count on the United States. Yeah. What would you do differently, though? I, I think what's, what's tragic about it is the fact that it was completely unnecessary. There were, I think, 25 to 3500 American military personnel on the grounds in Afghanistan. You know, everybody's talking about, oh, two trillion dollars were spent in Afghanistan. look how many lives were lost and it's you know we've talked about sunk cost before on mm-hmm. on this podcast and on other podcasts that we've created. Sunk cost is a common concept in behavioral economics. You don't make decisions today based on what you've spent in the past, especially not in the distant past. What are you spending today in Afghanistan? Not what did you spay on the first day that you landed in Afghanistan? Yeah. Today, they're not, they, there were 25 to 3,500 military personnel. It's minimal costs compared to what uh, the United States has, you know, based in Korea and other places around the world. Um, minimal costs. And they were keeping the Taliban at bay. Yeah. Uh, you know, as you can see. Yeah. F- you know. Facts on the ground, they were keeping them at bay because the second they left, look what happened. So it was completely unnecessary, and now there's just awful, awful atrocities going on. And it's... Not to mention the planes that took off with Afghanis on the wheels falling from... They just came out with the name of one of the kids. Yeah, he was a soccer 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 player. player. Him and two other kids, a 17-year-old and a 16-year-old. Yeah, and look, this is on Biden. It's like a huge stain, I think, on his presidency. Yeah, no, he's and uh, I, I, you know, I think I can't, I can't understand why he went through with it. Like that, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. A lot of people are finger pointing in every direction, but Biden, right? It's like, well, Trump made the agreement with the Taliban, and I don't understand. Uh, and and I think it's it's uh, worrying for Israel, right? It's worrying yeah, for Israel. Yeah, another terror hub. Like yeah. there aren't enough Toro hubs in the Middle East. Um, hopefully they'll like they'll be arrogant against Iran because Iran is Shiites, right? And the Taliban are Sunnis. Yeah. Hopefully they'll go to war with each other. And I doubt it. Yeah. But a man I can dream. <laughs> a man can yeah. dream. By the way, Iran is doing so hard with COVID right now. I just looked at the numbers. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Uh. So keeps them busy inshallah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so it's uh it's sad the art of the deal yeah what do you think yeah i mean i i understand like if i were an american i wouldn't want soldiers to be there period i wouldn't want them to be there maybe they shouldn't have gone there in the first place yeah like maybe it was better to just bomb for for a few years from the air i don't know I I don't see what it gave America this invasion. No, I think um, I think that the Americans achieved a lot in the first couple of weeks, months. Mm-hmm. If you look at the maps of what happened when they landed in Afghanistan from the uh I think it was the begin if you look at the beginning of 2001 before September 11th, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at a map in, uh, in October, it was within weeks that America had Uh, pushed Taliban, the Taliban to like the uh, southwest of Afghanistan and they had, I don't know, 20-25% of the territory whereas before they were they were holding like 50-60%. Mm-hmm. They pushed them back but they made a mistake that they didn't find the mechanism to status quo without actually being boots on the ground. They could deal with them then. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, the Taliban wanted to make a deal then. But the right. United States, you know, was all about, like, total surrender and all yeah. that bullshit. That, that was so I understand why the average American wouldn't, like... But you're right about the average American, yeah. Most, most Americans, I don't think, care about yeah. foreign policy. And, and they shouldn't. Like, Ex- I wouldn't. Except that this approach will eventually bite them in the ass. Like, if you ignore Iran, if you ignore yeah. uh, extreme... Muslim terrorism, eventually you find it at your back door. 
So I think that was a big part of the plan, right? Yeah. Of invading Afghanistan was, I mean, everybody talks about the the oil and, but part of it was to invade Iraq to the west and invade Afghanistan to the east and close in on Iran. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely, but it's funny because it's different here in Israel, right? Like foreign policy, Amer- Israelis care about foreign policy. Yeah. Because it makes actually a difference. Yeah. To our day-to-day yeah, life. Yeah, the world affects our lives here. Yeah. Yeah. If you're an American... For us, foreign policy is like, is it means what is our end. policy to our neighbors, our immediate neighbors, right? Yeah. Lo- like Lebanon, Syria, Egypt, Jordan. Yeah. For Americans, like they're way across the Atlantic. They don't care. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unless it means, unless it comes to like a plane fall, yeah. like flying into As long the- as you have pizza Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. uh... Yeah, tart pops. Even if Pop a plane tarts. flies into the twin towers, right? It's like couple, like a year or two later, they stop caring. Yeah, I mean, once in a twenty years. Yeah, not a big deal. They don't really care that much. So, anyway, guys, so it's hard to believe, but it's five years to this wow. podcast, which makes it feels like ten. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked like at a, at a show from two years ago. And you looked so much younger. <laughs> so much better. Yeah, you looked like yeah. a kid. I don't know what happened to you. Yeah, you know, I wish I could I looked was, the same. It was another part of my life. But, but it's uh, definitely yeah. this that's caused the aging. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, which makes this show, like, I think one of the five, the only five shows uh, in Israel that are still running. Yeah. It's one of the oldest podcast in it, running podcasts in Israel. And crazy. that is largely, if not only, thanks to you guys. Yeah. Really. Uh, our listenership has grown over the years, has grown substantially. When we started this, you know, obviously yeah. we had zero listeners. Yeah. Except and, your mom, my mom. And yeah, the first episode had, you know, a couple downloads. And uh, which is surprising because we're so well known, you know, that like <laughs> it's weird that yeah. it wasn't a major success right off the bat. But you guys have a lot of you have joined in along the way, and a lot of you have stuck with us for all donated. these years. And a lot of you have donated and helped us out. By the way, two njb.com/slash/donate. Yeah. And <laughs> no, but really, and you guys make this happen, and it really is. Uh, so, to those of who don't know, you tell the story of how this show started very uh, briefly. So basically, I had a bunch of podcast offers on the table. <laughs> There, there were a bunch of different people. Uh, BB was approaching me. Uh, yeah. Bennett, Trump, Trump uh, Gal Gadot came to me at one point and wanted to do a podcast. It was so before were, she proposed to you or after? Uh, you said I think no it was at the same time. Ah, okay. So this, she said, "Will you marry me and make a podcast with me?" It was in the <laughs> one sentence. Actually, it was the same sentence. Uh, and you said so I was, no and <laughs> no. Yeah. Now me and Noor studied film and television together. Yeah. Way back in the day at Tel Aviv one University. One of us graduated even. <laughs> we won't say which one. Guess who? It's him. Uh, <laughs> we we studied film and television. And uh, after I dropped out, uh, Naor approached me with the idea of making a podcast. And I played a little hard to get. Yeah. Uh, I played a little hard to get. You lived with your parents then, not in Tel Aviv. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you lived wow. in the territories. I lived in the territories with my parents. I was how old? This will sound crazy to you guys, but in Israel, a lot of people live with their parents. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not weird. Yeah, I'm a little weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you were a failure in every aspect. Of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Until I met you. <laughs> Until I met you, and you turned my life around. Yeah. Um, no, but I was living with my parents in the territories in the West Bank. Yeah, and then what happened? You should tell the story for once. So, okay. So, Naor Broach, we, we, we were at a, a mutual friend's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Right? You remember the place? It was this Italian yeah. place mm-hmm. in the Shook. Mm-hmm. Sounds like we're telling it. It sounds like we're a married couple. <laughs> it was this Italian place. And you remember you looked across the bar at me? <laughs> so, we were, we were at this birthday party. We were chit-chatting. And I was, as usual, hilarious. <laughs> I was, you know, mingling. <laughs> it was the highlight of the evening for everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody was interested in talking to me. No, I'm kidding. Me and Noor had a had a nice little chat. We we joked around. I think we 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 talked for like two or three hours. Yeah, we talked for a while. Yeah, we talked for a while. I was after a very hard breakup. That's true. And depressed. Yeah. And 
Yeah. And, and then I a few consoled days him. After, I gave him a shoulder to cry on. Yeah. I told him everything's going to probably not get any better, but. Which it you know, didn't really. It didn't. <laughs> but, you know, uh, and eventually like, it'll get worse and then you'll die. A few days after. Yes. I, 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 he called me up. He was like, hey, man, we should do a podcast together. Remember that chat we had? It was hilarious. Uh, no, we had a good chat. We had a good vibe. And he uh, he had this idea to make a podcast. And, you know, me being the usual procrastinating self that I am, I was like, yeah, sure. It sounds like a good idea. Let's talk next week. Oh, in a month. I had to get him used to who he's going to be working <laughs> with for the next five years. So I said, let's, you know, let's talk in a month because, um, you know. I'm it moving. took a month, I think, yeah. to convince you. Basically. We met in this... Uh, Cafe, Remember, yeah, uh, the, in the, the not cafe. It's like a little kiosk, stand, kiosk, yeah, corner of Rothschild and Allenby, yeah, and uh, and we decided to birth this beautiful baby <laughs> that you are now listening to, <sighs> and the rest is history. The rest is history. Our first guest was uh, Neil, right? Don, Don Neil, yeah, who's Doron now Neil. like Hi-tikist. a very successful. He has a very successful startup. Yeah, stream you're elements. Gonna be, yeah, right? you're going to be very rich. <laughs> Very rich. We had, yeah, you guys should go back and listen to some yeah. of those. The first 10 podcasts are a gem because it's just me and Noah. Yeah, not unlike this app, yeah. but you can only listen to them on the SoundCloud. So you, can, you need to go to our SoundCloud. There it's available, not on yes. Spotify. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, it's very, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Cool. So what do you say? We, we wrap will, it up. Will we be here in five years? Nah, I say we say this is the last episode. Okay. <laughs> But uh, I think we'll be here. The good old joke is that uh, with Ethan's wife, that I'll always have like a longer <laughs> relationship because yeah. he met her what about a, a year, year later, a year after. So we met, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. We'll we'll always have a longer, deeper, <laughs> more physical connection. <laughs> <laughs> no, so guys, this podcast will be around for another five years, depending. On many you. variables. On yeah, you. on you. If you Mainly, buy yeah. the nice Jewish boy, nice Jewish girl, and BDS tears mugs, this will give us the possibility to go on and on. Yeah. And if you want, then we'll go to do other things. Yeah. We have lives. We have <laughs> yeah. other things to yeah. do. <laughs> you don't you don't want us to continue the podcast? Just stop don't listening and don't buy a mug. Yeah. But okay? if you like this show, buy the mug. Buy the mug. BDS tears, guys. Be a nice Jewish boy and or a girl. Absolutely. So, uh, before we go, yes, uh, we are uh, made in collaboration with Old Sheva. Check them out. IsraelNationalNews.com, great source for news in English about Israel. Also, also the Australian Jewish News, AJN.TimesOfIsrael.com. Yes. Uh, check them out for the Australian angle, uh, Jewish news and opinions and Australian news, AJN.TimesOfIsrael.com. And, of course, we accept also donations. So go to yes. 200b.com slash donate and help us out. We'll really appreciate it. And that is it. Thank you, guys, for We have great in. guests coming up. Yes, we do. So yes, stay tuned. Yeah, guys, bye. Bye.